How to Play, Episode 1, Ticket to Ride. Hello and welcome to How to Play, Episode 1, Ticket to Ride. I am your host, Ryan Sturm, and I'm here to share this podcast with you about learning and teaching games. In this podcast, I'm going to give an explanation of how to play the game. It would be helpful if you have the game in front of you during this explanation. This podcast is intended for use in learning how to play a game by yourself or in a group, or to serve as a model on how to explain the rules of this game and others. Enjoy. Complexity Rating Ticket to Ride is rated a green circle, which means it's accessible to pretty much anyone ages 10 and up. It's a relatively simple game to learn and teach. So let's get right into it, shall we? Part 1. The Hook. What this game is about. Welcome to Ticket to Ride. You're an investor trying to make your fortune building the railroads of America in the 19th century. To win this game, you're trying to score the most points by building track on the board to connect cities. You'll have destination cards that offer you points to connect two of the cities on the board with your color train. Every time you build track, which is represented by your color of trains on the board, you'll also get points. In the game, players will take turns either picking up cards which help them lay track, or by playing cards to lay track, or by picking up more destination tickets to try to score more points. At the end of the game, you score points for destination cards that you have completed, and you lose points for cards that you missed. You add that to the points you scored from putting your trains or track on the board, and the player with the most points wins! Part 2. The Meat. How do you play the game? So let's get into this. At the beginning of the game, you'll get three destination tickets. These tickets have two cities on them and a point value. The farther the cities are apart from each other, the more points they're worth at the end of the game if you make them. And similarly, the more points you lose if you don't connect them. You will have to look at these destination tickets, and you have to keep at least two of the three. You can keep all three if you like. Usually, to make it easy on yourself, I would start with just two. Pick one of the tickets that is out of the way of the others, and just shoot for those first two to start. You'll also be getting four train cards. Train cards have different colored trains on them, and are used to build track on the board. So you have your train cards, you have at least two tickets, meaning you have at least four cities you need to connect on the board with your colored trains. On your turn, you have one of three choices of what to do. You can pick up more train cards, or you can play some of those train cards to lay track on the board, or you can pick up more destination tickets. Let's go over each of those options. Choice 1. You can pick up more train cards. Again, you need the train cards in order to get track on the board. There are trains of several colors, and there are also locomotive cards. Locomotives have a rainbow color on them and show all the colors in the game. That's because these are wild cards and can be used for any color. When you set up the game, 
you'll take the top five cards and place them face up. Put the rest of the cards face down in a draw stack. If you choose to pick up train cards on your turn, you get two cards. Usually you want to look at the face up cards and choose cards that best help you. If none of those cards help you, you also are allowed to take the top card from the face down stack. If there is a locomotive card face up, you can take one of those, but in this case you're going to only get one card instead of the normal two cards. If you're lucky enough to pick up a wild card from the top of the deck, well lucky you, you still get two cards including a wild card. It's a good idea to pick up these cards one at a time, because after your first card is picked, another card is flipped face up. That may be the second card that you want. So that's choice one, picking up train cards. Usually you get two, unless you pick up a wild, in which case you only get one. Choice two is playing train cards to lay track. How do you do that? For example, again, if you wanted to connect New York and Montreal with your colored trains, there are three blue rectangles between those two cities. That means you're going to have to play three blue cards from your hand, or two blue cards and a wild card, for example, in order to claim that route. You would give those cards to the banker to put in the discard pile, play your tracks on the board, and then you would score a certain number of points. If you look at the display on the board, it shows you how many points you get depending on how many trains long that link is. In our example, the three train link from Montreal to New York is worth four points. And as you can see, the longer the link, the more points you get. The six train link is worth 15 points. Some other notes on building track. When you build track, you can build track anywhere. You don't have to continue to connect from your own colored trains. You also don't have to build in a straight line. You can branch your track as much as you would like. You'll notice that some of the routes are connected with two colors of track. For example, New York and Pittsburgh has two white or two green. This gives you options. You can either play two white cards or two green cards. It also is useful for other players because if you take the two white card route, another player can later take the two green card route. You'll notice that many of the routes are gray colored. There's no gray colored train cards. These are the easiest tracks to lay on because you can use any color of train cards in order to claim these routes, though the cards must be of the same color. So now looking at Toronto and Pittsburgh are connected by two gray rectangles. So you can use two cards of any color or one card and a wild card or two wild cards to make that link. So that is choice two. Play some train cards, lay your tracks on the board. It's important to note you can't do both. You have to do one, one or the other. Later in the game, you may find that you would like some more destination tickets, and that's choice three for what you can do on your turn. Usually, you wait until you're finished with your current destination tickets, or you're close to finishing. This is also a good time to mention that once you complete one of your destination tickets, you don't announce it to the whole table. You keep that a secret until the end of the game. 
So when you are ready to pick up more tickets, you say, I would like to pick up more tickets. And whoever is closer to the stack will hand you three tickets, and you must keep at least one of them. It's important to remember that this can be a risk because you must connect these two cities by the end of the game. If you do not, you lose these points. Now, you may happen to pick up some cards of two cities you're already connected to. If that happens, you go, woohoo, and then put it down in your stack. Although it may happen that you get three tickets of things you're not anywhere close to. When that happens, you go grumble, grumble. And sometimes you take the one that's worth the least amount of points because you may not be able to connect it. When you're deciding which tickets to keep, you may want to be aware of when the game is going to end. How does the game end? The game ends when one of the players has used all but two or less of their trains. After they have done that, everyone gets one more turn, including the person who triggered the end of the game. So when you're deciding which of those tickets you'd like, you may want to peek at how many trains other people have left. And don't forget to keep in mind how many trains you have left. When the end of the game does occur, it's a good idea to double check everybody's points that they have scored for building track. In fact, I like to count all the points for track building at the end of the game instead of during the game as I think it speeds up the game quite a bit. And generally we miss one or two points for people building track at some point during the game anyways. Then each player in turn reveals their tickets and shows the group which ones they've made and which ones they have not made. Any ones they have made, they add those points. Any ones they have missed, you subtract those points. After everyone has done that, there is a 10-point bonus for the player who has the longest train. This is the longest connected train, not including branches or trains that have not been used. Every player counts those up. The player with the longest gets 10 points. After all those have been added up, your track points, your ticket points, and the bonus for the longest train. Whoever has the most points is the winner. So that's the game. Quickly, let's review. The three things you can do on your turn are pick up two cards, usually, sometimes one, or lay track on the board using your train cards, or look at three destination tickets, in which case you must keep at least one. Part 3, the hamster. How do you win this game? The strategy in this game is a little more subtle than people first starting out may assume it to be. This game is really about timing, when to pick up cards and when to play cards. People first starting out playing this game tend to play it route by route. They will look and say they need three red cards, try to get three red cards and lay those three red cards, and then pick up four purple cards and do it one route at a time. This isn't really the most efficient way to play this game. The reason is you're not going to be able to get the exact cards that you need. Therefore, it's best to start out trying to plan three or four routes at a time, looking at the board, figuring out which direction you want to go, get the train cards that, that you will need to make that line across the board. Whereas if you try to do it one route at a time, you may end up trying to pick up a lot of face-down cards and end up with cards that you don't need. 
Also, you may end up wasting one of your two train draws by picking up a wild card to get that red train card now when you can maybe wait and get that red train later. Of course, there's another side to that coin, which is other people may want to get that route. And part of the strategy in this game is recognizing where other people are going and when they may be trying to play that route that you need. If there's a certain route on the board that you really need and you think other people might need it, you are going to want to play that as soon as possible. Two examples of this are the Nashville-Atlanta link and the Houston-New Orleans link. These links, there's only one of, and if you miss out on the opportunity to get that link, it could be a real problem for you if you are going in that direction. So links such as that, that are high priorities, you're going to want to recognize early in the game and try to take those before other people steal them from you. Part 4 footnotes. There are a few other important rules of note. One is with the face-up draw stacks, there are five cards face-up. If at any time three of them become locomotives, you sweep those cards. You take them all, put them in the discard pile, and put five fresh new cards out there. Another thing that's important to know is if you are playing this game with just two or three players, the double routes are imaginary. Meaning once someone takes one of the two routes, the other side is blocked off, which serves to make this game nice and tight with two or three players. It's also good to know tiebreakers in this game. If two players are tied for the longest train, uh, both players get the 10-point bonus. Also, at the end of the game, if there is a tie, the winner of the game is the person who has the most tickets, and then the second tiebreaker is whoever has the longest train card. That's it for episode one, Ticket to Ride. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope to get out future podcasts. I'm looking to start a guild called How to Play, in which you can discuss this podcast and the others in the series. For more information about teaching games, look into my article on how to teach games. It will be available on the guild and also at my profile. If you have any questions or comments, send me a geek mail. My user ID is Ryan Stern. I hope you enjoyed this first episode, and we look forward to many more.